Robinson Hill completed its SPAC merger today, debuting in public markets with about an extra $300 million to work with. Matt Crisp is the chief executive officer at the company, which specializes in food tech. Matt, thank you for being here. Explain to us what food tech is. Sure, thanks for having me, Oliver. So uh, when we say food tech in Benson Hill's case, you know, it's, it's really this intersection of data science, plant science, and food science that's allowing us to to go back to the seed, to, to go back to the beginning uh, where our food ingredients are really produced and to make them better, to use technology and innovation to advance our food system in a manner where we can, as an outgrowth of that, get more sustainable, more nutritious, better tasting uh, food and ingredients that, that are good for our planet and ourselves um, and, and uh, you know, provide a great deal of value. So when you say technology, is this just the science of food genetics that are allowing you to create healthier, better foods? Or are you saying that currently you employ some intellectual property technology or uh, machines or software or something? Sure. Well, I'll say this intersection of, of these sciences that I described allow us to look at the natural genetic diversity of the plant and essentially breed for better uh, better seed, right? So, so we're using data science and genomics to understand how can we tap into this natural genetic diversity that's here and, and improve the seed such that it's got, let's say, more uh, protein, uh, more nutrition density. And then by doing so, if we can ratchet up that protein concentration and then move that through the system in an integrated business model, which we do, we can actually get rid of some of the processing. We can reduce some of the additives that are required, for instance, to fuel the alternative plant-based meat movement, which is extremely hot right now and, and an area for which we're really positioned as the picks and shovels. So the uh, science, how do you employ it? And uh, just again, to be clear, do you have any uh, a proprietary uh, technology or IP in terms of like the machines that are able to do these things or you just have a team of great scientists? Well, both. I mean, it's really team is, is the key that drives a lot of this. But as an outgrowth of the technology platform and the team's efforts, we, we cr we've created more than uh, you know 200 uh, patents and patent applications. Okay. Uh, it's growing at a really rapid rate. So there's a tremendous amount of proprietary technology and, and uh, products that come from this. But at the core of this, what, Oliver, what I'd say is it's all about data. I mean, data is really a differentiating driver for us. Uh, the more data we're accumulating, which is more than doubling every year in our technology platform we call CropOS, um, it's even further accelerating uh, the product development cycles and the value propositions mm. that we can offer the market. Now, are you collecting data in terms of what people's preferences are or scientific data about how our bodies adapt with food? Is it data in terms of, again, scientific data that you're using? Uh, walk me through kind of what that data looks like. Yeah, sure thing. So, you know, we use uh, sequencing and genotyping to accumulate a lot of data on the genome of the plant, right? The genetic map of the plant. Then we think about how does that perform in the field? Does it have the agronomic properties that, that the farmer needs in order to grow it at scale? And then you move down the value chain and you take data that come from the ingredient formulations, the, the sensory analyses that uh, you know that, that come from people's experience with food. You combine those together and then we can take, okay, what is the outcome we want for the consumer? Uh, how, do, how do we want the consumer to experience this food? How can we take processing out of this? How can we increase the, the quality of the, of the protein content that's there? And then you can breed ultimately for the better seed that provide all of those things. So the answer in short is there's data across the entire food and agricultural value chain 
that go back into crop OS and it huh. further helps us accelerate the development that we're executing. So does the majority of the revenue come from providing data information or does it come from using the knowledge and the tools that you have to actually farm what's wanted from your client? Well, we're actually selling the product. So a big part about our our go-to-market business model is, is we want to meet the customer where they are which means we're vertically integrated to provide the actual food and ingredients to CPGs, to other food system innovators that are really at the, the tip of the spear in the alternative plant-based movement um, and, and you know, are investing in more sustainable, more affordable, um, uh, healthier solutions for the system. So, so our revenue, which this year is projected to be about $127 million, is coming about half from fresh food and it's coming about half from ingredients. Oh. And in that ingredient segment, that's where we're really experiencing some terrific growth. Again, fueled in part by the tailwinds of the alternative plant-based movement. Uh, from what I understand uh, in your literature from the company's website, you've got a relationship with Beyond Meat. Uh, what is that uh, relationship? Well, we, we don't we don't talk about the specific relationships, but what I'd say broadly speaking is we've got relationships that are being cultivated across the chain with food system innovators, with CPGs, uh, with organizations like Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods and others, you know, who really are making advancements towards, uh, you know, supplying this, this incredible demand uh, for these types of more sustainable products. And so we have customers, we have partners where we're, we're co-developing projects uh, and products uh, um, you know, in multiple generations across our soy and our yellow pea platforms, uh, some of the most fast-growing uh, alternative uh, plant-based protein sources in the market, and and we're we're, we're excited to collaborate and, um, and and we'll be talking more about that as we as we continue to build these relationships. Okay, so uh, the relationship then is it a revenue-generating relationship, Matt, with Beyond Meat? Well, I, like I said, I can't comment on specific relationships with, with customers or, or other partners, but I'd say that we in many cases have customer relationships where of course there's uh, us uh, serving in the role of an ingredient solutions provider, but then there's other relationships where we are really looking around the corner with partners who are giving us insights and information about what the consumer desires, and then we can utilize a technology platform to deliver against those goals in the medium and the long term. Matt, what is the plan with the money uh, that you that you're getting this 300 million? Where does that go uh, right off the bat? Well, I mean, it's a terrific amount of fuel in the tank to, to further accelerate innovation. Uh, you know, Crop OS and nearly 150 people at Benson Hill dedicated to the data science, plant science, and food science areas uh, are are investing not just in products that we've got on the market that are already de-risked. Uh, but a, a, a long portfolio of uh, projects and ultimately products, so that that'll that'll be a big part of it. But the other the other area is supply chain. I mean, we're in the supply chain. We're meeting the customer where they are. Uh, we've de-risked our go-to-market approach by becoming integrated. But over time, we'll continue to build these partnerships and relationships. And the fuel from this financing really allows us to to double down on that effort as well. Okay, Matt, before you go, I'm sorry, it's still in my mind. I want to come back to real quick with the Beyond Me because I'm reading from your media readout that uh, you are an innovative company that's the picks and shovels, enabling companies like Beyond Meat, Nestle, and others to develop new plant-based food products. Right after that, it says they have a specific program in place around yellow pea. So it seems there's some details in here. I'm, I'm just having trouble if you have a relationship 
you know, if, uh, if Salesforce has a relationship with the company, I know they sell uh, software for their workforce. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out if it's product, if it's growing something, if it's a conversation, because that's a big, big name. Yeah, of course. Well, what I can tell you is that the Yellow Pea program that, that we're talking about, which is the primary feedstock, by the way, for Beyond Meat, you know, that's, a, that's a product area where we're going in the medium term to supply completely differentiated product, ingredient mm. product, this market and so yellow pea is the fastest growing alternative plant-based protein source uh, it's one for which there's been very little almost no genomics innovation to date and we have a, a which we've unveiled in the last few months a remarkably strong breeding and go-to-market commercial program where again we're not just developing the seed in the field but we're actually moving that product to to the market and 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 are able to ultimately supply these organizations with the solutions that they uh, you know that they that they demand. Okay, so you're you're gonna be you want to you want to be selling them a better version of the yellow pea, right? Exactly. I mean, okay. we're we're talking about the yeah. You got it. I mean, we're talking about meeting meeting folks in the market where they are, and and it's I mean it's incredibly important to be able to deliver the products they're demanding. Okay. All right, uh, Matt. Thanks for uh, explaining to us. Thanks for being here. Looking forward to more details. Uh, uh, we'd love to see those, and we'll definitely keep track uh, with you guys now. Public congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Matt Crisp is the chief executive officer at Benson.